Heyo, today we are talking about pioneering. And I, wow, really just went running right off so much so that we forgot our great things. But here we are just running. And that's sort of all of this work. It's like, oh my gosh, how can anyone be so obsessed with something that they can talk every day on the subject? And literally that is why this show exists because I couldn't help. Like once I opened the door to what this would be, I couldn't help but obsess about every single little thing that would help grow me as a human and possibly this story that may help someone grow themselves. And it takes a lot of strength to pioneer in that way. And we can build that strength over time. And we don't have to shade ourselves because that's what someone brought to the table. Right? We can keep shining. We can be the example. We can be the pioneer who lights the way. And in most instances, that's what's required. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful Point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Heyo, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. This is a great day. This is a great life. Um, I've tried to imagine better at this point. And I don't know that I can. Like, this is exactly where I'm at. And following that true belief that 
everything you've done up until this point has put you exactly where you need to be with the exact skill set that's ready for this moment. And I've learned over this process to not get ahead of where I'm at and the tools that I have access to right now and not dream about what tools I could access later. This is a constant practice and redefinement and changing and listening and learning and it's not easy um but it is beautiful and it is rhythmic and wonderful and i can't imagine more or less right now i can only see what is and that's a beautiful place to be especially because my enneagram is like no 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 this is not where we're supposed to be. It is supposed to be better than this. What are you doing? We need to get to that next moment. We can't be here right now. And the continual call to presence is very important. Um, but yeah, so many amazing things are happening for all of us right now. Just sort of the cosmic divide and ugh, these amazing new instances that are coming up in life. And I like to help guide that a little bit because I think for me, it always felt like the world was coming crashing down and I had done so many things wrong and I was always looking at myself and trying to better myself in every situation, which we should, but we shouldn't be bettering ourselves in response to other people's call outs of where we're inadequate. If we see that and decide that that is something that we want to build on, that that is a skill set that we have determined we want to have more tools for, then we can go back to the drawing board. Then we can go ahead and create this new version. However, we don't want to go back to the drawing board where people are pointing out our inadequacies and go back to the drawing board in spite of them. Should this be something that we're wanting? Should this be something that we have tools in our tool belt for? Then we can move forward without adopting these new ideas about who we are or are not. People do not get to decide that. People do not get to look at bullet points on a resume and decide. And yet they do, but we get to decide our response, right? We are in full control and we are going to continue controlling the things we can control and we can control ourselves and we can control our response and we can decide that we're amazing by default. Nobody gets to question that. Nobody gets to come in and passively aggressive attack any of us and try to make us feel like less when we are more. When we are more capable, when we are more <laughs> amazing. When we're amazing just for waking up today, when we're amazing then for showing up for more work, when we could just sit in a corner and hide. 
when we're amazing for showing up and laughing when we get stuff wrong and then showing back up to get it right the next day. We are not trying to hide under covers of perfection. We are not out in this world trying to be something that we're not. We're living our truths. We're authentically navigating this world. I know that you are. And I know that we're getting better at that. And I know that there are points where it feels like you're coming under attack. And I will say you're not coming under attack because you're not capable. We're coming under attack because we are capable and it looks dangerous and it feels uncomfortable to those who couldn't have done that for themselves at that point. Right? And I truly believe that these things are put in front of us and the more that they're put in front of us, the more pain that we have in that moment And the more frequently that that presents itself, the more we're called to be the thing that heals. And I always find the best way to heal, period. And we're skipping our great thing at this point because we're like in it, right? Okay, make sure that you take time for yourself, recognize yourself for your great thing. Okay, let's keep going. I find the best way to heal that is to just keep showing up in your truths. Just keep showing up as you see fit. Just keep showing up and be the example. Some of us are meant to walk in this world as the example, as the pioneer. And I know, right? It's lonely. You're all by yourself and you're just wishing that someone would come alongside you and be like, hey, I got you. You want to do this together? Right? But like maybe not even together, but just like live in each other's stories alongside one another. Help each other make it through this so we're not so lonely in the pioneer phase, in the venturing out phase, in the taking risks, in the betting on yourself. I bet on you, you bet on me. Let's go. And that way, when you come under attack, which is coming, my good friends. Pioneers aren't out there making their way without someone kind of stepping in front of them and going, no. So we've never gone down that path before. This is not a venture that you're capable of doing. You should be scared. And the pioneers are going, oh, I know. And I am. And... I know that I have the tools and can develop the skills to take us where we need to go. And this is all happening for a reason. And those people trying to stop that forward progress, right? Just need an example sometimes just need someone to show them that the path forward is just forward. It doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't even really have to be all that scary. We can take as slow, steady steps as we want. And we'll still be okay. And I know that we all move into this moment of 
scarcity and risk and yikes, and I'm going to look dumb and this is going to go terrible. But what does it look like for it to not go that direction? What does it look like for us to just trust in this divine goodness that really is our birthright? What does that look like? Who are you already? These things aren't in front of you to stop you. They're in front of you to grow you. And again, right, we see repeats. Where are the repeats? Where are the repeats? What is repetitive? What are you not getting through to level up, to kind of move out of that challenge? Why does it keep coming back to you? Right? And I'm like going through and examining this and seeing and looking and trying to compare and contrast all of the different instances where things like this have come up for me. And mm, my default is to just keep moving forward and then just keep showing up, showing up for what's possible. Showing up for what's real. Showing up for this authenticity that may be glaring and scary for most, but it's real. This really happening. This real life. And I don't know, you know? Like, they used to just think, oh, these things are just rather random and... People sort of come into your life randomly and for really no reason, and then they die out for random and no real reason. And I think the reasons are there when we're really looking, right? And some of my reasons are usually... Holding on to painful situations that I know are not good for me for too long because I just want to be right and I just want to stay somewhere that I'm comfortable and I don't want to give up something that I should be giving up but I don't want to because it's comfortable. And then my the universe is like, can we get over this already? I'm like, universe, mm, you don't know. <laughs> and then the universe is like, really? I don't? Let me just go ahead and show you. You're so funny. I'm going to deliver you a blow that you might not ever recover from. Here you go. And oh, you didn't listen to that one? Here, here's even more pain, right? And usually it's for something that requires very little pain at all, right? Something that was super comfortable and well-fitting and I loved, and then I realized that this is usually meaning that it's time to move forward, and I'm always clinging to like, no, but I know this thing. <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> Are we sure that time to move forward is right now? Are we sure that the allocation of time needs to look like this? That seems pretty extreme. I don't know that that's all that necessary. <laughs> It is. We can trust that this is a part of our becoming. We can trust that this is a part of cycles, chapters, and seasons ending. In order for a new one to develop, we are meant to be 
structured and growing and evolving human beings. We are not meant to stay in this one place with this one thing forever. That is not, not it. Humans are meant to evolve and change over time and take new risks and see new things and experience something different. And that's not to say that you aren't going to find the one thing that fits and stay there forever. That's saying no matter what you do, we should all be focused on continuing to evolve, right? Continuing to move through this life in a way, and I know that that gets hard because life, right? And how are we supposed to do that? How are we supposed to do all this extra stuff when we have life? What is the entry point? And that's what's really beautiful about all of this. It's like the entry point isn't crazy. You can do it with as little time as you have in the beginning. And then just continue this growth and evolution of a human being. Just continue following whatever that means to you. The stagnation, this idea that flow states, this idea that humans want challenges in life, right? That isn't crazy. That isn't something that just dropped out of nowhere. That isn't something that is only true for some human beings who have goals. All of us crave being in a flow state. And if you haven't experienced that, if you haven't turned on in some work, right? My, in my past life as a strategist, that, that was it for me. Like analyzing and forecasting and looking at numbers until the numbers like completely disappeared on a screen and looking at spreadsheets and seeing where things could go and why and what we needed to do on the back end in order to make that happen and what was the return on investment on something like that like what was the forecasted return on investment and what exactly did we need to be end goal in order to make this up or in order to meet that quota that is flow state for hand banana right here. And I wanted more instances of that. I didn't just want to pick up that work once a year. I wanted to do that work constantly. I wanted to analyze and forecast and see how businesses work like this and do that for businesses that I actually owned, right? That's a pretty cool skill set to add to business building. Now, that doesn't mean that I am more equipped to build a business that's successful. That just means that I wanted to put myself in a position where I could do more work like that, where I could analyze more things like that, where I could be in flow state for something that I found meaning in, not just something that someone put me in a position in, right? Something that I enjoyed doing Applying that skill set to that 
and finding flow there and finding additional flow in things that I didn't even know existed. Right? That I couldn't even understand when I left. But I knew that that one thing was true and I knew that that went in line with business building and development and those things. And so we went on an adventure to find what else I could find flow in because I hadn't experienced flow in my adult life other than when I got to do forecasting and ROI and things like that. That was it. And it just didn't feel like enough. I wanted to light up like that more frequently. I wanted to live like that. And all of us humans do. This isn't like, oh, Hannah had this crazy experience. And I guess she went a little insane. And now she's loving her life. This was like, this is all humans. We aren't supposed to just walk into the gray matter of lives and plan for retirement. I mean, come on. Human beings crave the involvement that it takes to live an authentic life. Humans crave purpose. People don't go crazy and depend on addictives because they're addicts, right? They do because there's nothing, there's no reason to continue. They need a break from what has become their lives, the worthlessness of it all, right? Isn't that sad? Maybe we're supposed to pioneer for this this lack of existence in our lives. I know that that's how I felt when I started all of this work. It was like, that was the only place that I really got to show up when I got to do those things, when I got to sit and strategize when it came to a team and how we were going to win and obsessing over things. Like, I can't just think like an I would guess a normal human being thinks everything is so much more tragic and dramatic and needs fixed. And I suppose that's why writing makes sense because I can't like every piece of my body wants to move to this place where I just am like a bird on a tree. And I'm like, oh, that makes me happy. I think I'll sing about it. Or just like, uh, uh, I don't know, a snake. It's like, man, I'm hungry. I think I'll go eat. Man, I'm tired. I think I'll just sleep. And they don't really have any thoughts outside of that, I suppose. But instead, we're these mammals. And I guess I tend to be this extremely obsessive <laughs> mammal. Because <laughs> I can't. I can't stop. Like, how do we solve this? How do we get people to discover a purpose? How do we get them to, to live in this present moment? How do, how do we 
tap them back into this moment? How do we heal these dream deaths? How do we fix that? And like, it's not mine to do. It's each individual. And, and how do we cause that moment, that light bulb moment for more people so that they're sitting in an audience someday and they're going, oh my gosh, I felt exactly like that. Bing. This makes perfect sense. I needed it to be presented this way. I totally get that now. We have to force this discomfort. We have to force this moment, right? Because here I was sitting in life, <laughs> just going like, geez, I, I really hope I have some near-death ex experience that wakes me up, that I can finally start talking to people about all this stuff that's inside of my head. And then I was just like, this is life. We're waiting. We, I, am waiting to be told that I'm going to die to live. I'm waiting to almost die. To live my truth. To live authentically. To take a microphone that I want. <laughs> to, to start a podcast. To write a book. I'm waiting to die. That makes perfect sense. Because maybe in that instance, I wouldn't be afraid of what everyone thought. And maybe in that instance, I, I would be willing to take that risk. I would be willing to go out and everybody would say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, she's about to die. So I guess <laughs> live like you're dying, huh? Go, girl. And nobody would judge it. So they'd just be like, yeah, hmm. yeah, she should. She is going to die. And maybe it would even escalate even faster because everybody would be like, well, she's going to die. We better support her. You know, this is like her last dying wish. And I know that we don't want to say those things. I know that those things are hard to sit with, right? For me to say that. That I was waiting to die to live my life. That I was, I knew the things that I wanted to do, but I wasn't willing to say them because they were kind of embarrassing and really way more audacious. Audacious? Audi audacious is how we're going to say that word. Really just way bigger than anyone like me should dream. And so I was like, well, let's go ahead and keep that one in the cupboard. <laughs> but maybe we'll get a chance to bring it out, you know, if we ever get a diagnosis that might be life-ending. Maybe we'll try something after that happens because we'll realize that no one's opinion really mattered, that ours was the only one that mattered, and we'll, we'll move forward authentically, and we'll do the things that we wanted to do that have been in our hearts all along. And... Yeah, I know. We don't want to say that that's what it would take, but that often is the reality. And I'll say, having talked to a lot of people on this subject, having talked to so many people who are willing to share like this, that's a pretty constant norm and narrative. They're waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting for someone to come along and tell them that it's okay. They're waiting for themselves to get to a place where they, they can do that, which, yeah, great. But if we're waiting for that chance, 
and we're not moving, we're going to wait for the rest of our lives. Right? We're going to sit and hold out hope for something that vibrationally cannot come to us. We have to be the first ripple. We have to create that wave pattern in order for it to wave back to us. And gosh, I remember sharing this story, my death of a dream story, and talking about it for the first time to a group of women that were sitting at a table. And I just said, like, you know what? I feel like I haven't showed up for my life the same way that I I did when my dream was still on the table. And one woman that was sitting across from me nodded and she said, same. I really feel that. I feel exactly that. And her and I connected after. And she even said this same exact thing. She said, honestly, I feel like I know what I need to do. I know what I want to do. And I'm just hoping for some sort of diagnosis that gives me a story to share. That lends itself to the ability to be inspirational. There's nothing all that inspiring about my story, she would say. And so I said, I think that's why it needs to be told. So many people are out here suffering from mediocrity. Same. So many people are out here suffering and never getting back into that flow state, the one that we are so inherently, innately gifted with as human beings. Like, otherwise we'd just be monkeys. Which, I don't know, that kind of sounds nice. But whatever, we're here, we're humans, we're mammals, we have thoughts, we have feelings. These are things we're supposed to have. These are not things that we're supposed to just throw to the wayside because the first instance of our lives didn't work out. No, we're meant to have those. We're meant to be gifted with those things. We absolutely are. And you aren't bad because things didn't work out or because you have weaknesses, for goodness sakes. We all have those. And we're so thankful for the passive-aggressive people who like to point them out. (laughs) Thank you. You are making us better. And we will continue to build on our strengths. We will not act as if our weaknesses do not exist. We will just build in people whose strengths match our weakness. And they will back us up and we will go to battle with all of us. And when it is only us standing in front of these things, 
we will still show up because we are worthy of the tables we are sitting at. And we know, right, that that makes people uncomfortable and that we probably look different because we are meant to. We are meant to bring this perspective. We are meant to show up and stand up for what it is that we have come to know to be true. And we are meant to tell our stories, whatever that looks like. You don't have to do a whole podcast and like literally write a story unless that's what you want to do. Like do it. But like sometimes that story just looks like a spark that you never expected to turn into a flame. Sometimes that just looks like being vulnerable with what it is you have experienced and allowing other people to see that. Sometimes that just looks like you continuing to move forward and letting other people see you shine. Even those committed to casting shadows. They need to see it most. And you don't have to back down because people are trying to shade you. You are born to shine. Keep shining. Be the example of shining anyways. And those people will understand eventually. Will see you shining your brightest and respond appropriately someday. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness, um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.